Hi friends, welcome back to a brand new episode of OK Now Breathe podcast. I'm Megan from OKNowBreathe.com, where I share stories about childhood trauma to help you heal your inner child so you can learn to love yourself once and for all. I've been thinking a lot lately about what it means to really honor your inner child. You know, what does it mean to love, cherish, respect, honor, trust your inner child? This is something I've been struggling with for, I guess, as long as I can remember about feeling like my passions are something to feel guilty for. And I think it stems back from, you know, I never really got that recognition growing up. You know, I remember specifically, I was in, I think, fifth and sixth grade, I did Irish dancing at the local community center. And most of the time, my mom would drop me off so she could go home and watch TV. My dad never came. And the times that my mom did come, she would be up in the viewing booth reading her book the whole time. You know, I don't really remember her going to my gymnastics practices or any of my other dance practices. And you kind of just, you know, you notice that as a kid. You notice when your parents are proud of you and when your parents couldn't care less. And I've been really trying something that I think is so important on this inner child healing journey is to honor your inner child. And what I think it means after doing much thought, honoring your inner child is what made your younger self happy. You know, we all have an inner child, whatever age we are. We all have an inner child, and I like to think of our inner child as our soul. I like to think of our inner child as something that is our creativity, it's our passion, it's our drive, it's a thing that makes us feel alive. So then I got to thinking, you know, I really need to incorporate things that I loved growing up into my life, into my adulthood. And we have this like stigma or this stupid little thing in our society that you're too old to play games. You're too old to play outside. You're too old for this, that, and the other. Like you have responsibilities. You should do this and that. No. (laughs) No, I am in my late 20s and I think it's so important no matter what age you are. You could be 75. You could be 101. And you can still love the things that you loved that filled you with so much joy and fire and passion when you were younger. The things that made you feel safe and comforted. And I just wanted to share some of those with you today. Because maybe, you know, what I talk about, maybe you can relate. Maybe things will bring out memories of things that you loved. Or maybe, you know, you can take what I say and apply it and rewrite it to fit your own life. Something that I absolutely love with my entire heart (laughs) is computer video games, our PC video games. I grew up playing them. Okay, so to preface, I would go over to my grandparents' house most Fridays, and it would be spending the night every other weekend there, and it would be me and my two sisters and my two cousins, and 
the way it was set up, it was my grandpa's computer and then right, and it was like an L shape. And then the two desks were like, you know, at an L shape, it was a corner. It wasn't like, it was two separate desks, okay? <laughs> so there's my grandpa's computer and then my uncle's computer. And we would all just play video games. It was our thing and it, you know, basically it was the only thing pretty much that we would occupy our time. You know, there wasn't really like toys. Yeah, we would use our imagination. Yeah, I remember us being in the bedroom that we all slept over in, like the two oldest people in the bed, and then the rest of us, I was the youngest, the younger three all slept in sleeping bags, and we played this game called, I think it was called Cat and Mouse, something like that, and we played it in the dark. So one person would be the cat, and the rest would be the mouse, mice, I guess, <laughs> and you would try to find the person in the dark. So that was a really fun game that we came up with, but we loved playing video games. On the computer, it was our joy, and I'm really proud of myself because I never really let that part of me go. Um, it's not like I play modern <laughs> video games really on the computer. I do play on PlayStation, but on the computer, I still play the games I grew up playing, you know, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Zoo Tycoon, Age of Empires, Age of Mythology, Need for Speed, Worms Armageddon, Heroes of Might and Magic, and of course, my absolute love, The Sims. My family, me and my sisters, at our house, we had The Sims video game, the original Sims, and we went on to collect them all. We ended up filling the gaps of the expansion packs that we didn't have. And then as we got even older, when Sims 2 came out, I don't totally know when that came out, but Sims 2 is my absolute, absolute escape from the world. And I'm probably going to talk about things that probably you had no idea of. But there is this thing called custom content where creators would make their own hair or outfits or furniture or modifications to the game. And I would spend hours like scouring the internet and looking at all these creators and downloading all this custom content because I was also really into Sims stories where you would take a screenshot in the game and then you could write a paragraph or whatever and then go on to the next slide to the next slide. It's almost kind of like a graphic novel. And I used to read other creators so often. And there's still these stories that I remember and loving them. Like there's one called I Woke Up LA. It was like, I wonder if I can still find that. I should try and find that because that would bring back so many memories. But there was this um, forum online called The Sims 2 Writers Hangout. And I spent so much time because I don't know if you can gather this from okaynowbreed.com, but I love writing. Writing has always been something that my soul has loved ever since I can remember. I've wrote songs, I've wrote poems, I took a couple creative writing classes, and it's just writing comes so... I want to say effortlessly. It's the one thing that I have in life that I feel like is effortless to me. It just 
I love writing. It's something I want to do more of. I've had this life goal of publishing a, a novel, you know, a YA, young adult, fiction, romance, or horror, or a mixture of both, because I've been writing stories on and off, but I've never put that much effort into it, because it goes back to not feeling good enough, you know, not feeling like I'm successful enough, not getting that recognition that I needed from my parents that, you know, go after your goals, go after your dreams full force, head on. You know, I never got that, so I've always felt like I'm not good enough. And anytime I would share anything with my mom, she would, you know, just not really give a response. You know, just thinking about that makes me sad, and I kind of wonder why I didn't, you know, put more of that to my dad. Maybe because my dad worked a lot? I don't know. But yes, Sims 2 Writers Hangout was my world, and I remember... Like, every summer break from school, I would be on Sims, like, all day. And another thing that I really loved around that time is editing videos, editing fan vids of my favorite couples from TV and movie. And I've been doing that since YouTube first came out, you know, what, 2005 or something on Windows Movie Maker. And then we moved to Sony Vegas and just all of that, so much joy of doing that. And I've gotten back into that. I created a new account on YouTube. The very first one was deleted because YouTube used to be a lot more strict in their copyright. Like, you wouldn't even be allowed to keep the videos up. You wouldn't even be allowed to publish them. And now I believe, like, if something's copyrighted that, like, the, the rights of that, say it's a song that artists or whatever gets that ad money or something, I could totally be wrong, but I think that's what it is. But I created a new YouTube channel called Keep Breathing, just a homage to Okay Now Breathe, because it is my heart and soul. But the last video I put up was three years ago. It was a fan vid of Max and Allison from Hocus Pocus. And yeah, um, I definitely want to edit more especially because I love Halloween. I would love to, you know, do Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus and Under Wraps and Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire and Double Double Toil and Trouble because I'm also a huge Mary Kay and Ashley fan <laughs> growing up. And to this day, I just remember that their birthday is June 13th. It's a day before mine. And every year I watch all their movies like in order and it's just a special time. I, as you can tell, I really really try to honor my inner child. And another thing that I can think back of that I do, I, I honestly still go on there from time to time is Neopets. And I remember throughout the years, it was video editing, Sims, and Neopets. And I would be, I was a, um, an owner, <laughs> a co-owner with my sister of uh, WWE <laughs> Wrestling Guild. <laughs> it's funny to think about it. I have not watched wrestling in forever, but that was another few years of my life. It was like that quintessential time in my life from like, I don't know, like fifth or sixth grade on to like 
a freshman in high school or whatever. But I would still keep up with, like, um, it's called SmackDown vs. Raw, very original. <laughs> we call it SVR. And, you know, we would make the graphics of the guild layout, and we had, like, different contests and games and competitions and stuff, like, name that superstar where we would <laughs> Photoshop one of the wrestlers or divas, and we would make it so it's, like, pixelated or whatever that you would have to guess. And another one that we loved doing was... Um, superstar makeover something like that where we just have a picture of the wrestler and then we would have the people like photoshop <laughs> whatever they wanted onto it and then we would vote i just think about such like you know when we're growing up when we live in a house that you don't feel like you can be yourself in when you find something that you feel like you can be yourself in it's like that holds such a special place in your heart and I think we have to hold on to it and let it blossom into adulthood. And it is okay if that was our thing that saved us when we were younger and we can turn it into something that's so comforting now. And we don't have to let it go and we don't have to give it up just because we're older. And to go back to, you know, the whole concept of writing, I was never a big reader growing up. I had a very hard time focusing and a hard time putting my mind into a book. But there were a couple books that I really did like growing up, and one of them was the Shadow Children series by, I believe, Margaret Peterson Haddix um, that started with Among the Hidden. And I remember reading a few of those in elementary school. And actually, earlier this year, I listened to them all on audiobook. The service I use for audiobooks is Scribd. Um, which I feel like is a better version of Audible because you get unlimited books. I will have like all the things that I'm talking about in the show notes that I'll put on okaynowbreathe.com slash podcast. I'll try and remember. But I listened to all of those earlier this year. And even though they're grade school books or whatever, like I don't care. Like I can read picture books if I wanted to. It doesn't matter. Age does not have a limit. But I remember getting really into reading, I believe, going into freshman year. And I didn't live that far from the library. So I would either walk there or ride my bike. I love riding bikes. That's another thing that I really miss. Like a few years ago, I moved to the mountains and that's not really, <laughs> it's not really accessible to ride a bike on this steep mountain hill that I'm on. But yeah, I just think about going to the library like every week and picking out books. And that's something that I make a priority and I want to make it even more of a priority because there's something so romantic about opening a physical book. But I kind of like go through this thing, this this uh, cycle, I guess, of where I read the same books over um, from high school that I fell in love with. Same with TV shows. Like the first show I ever f really got into was The O.C. And I watched that like every single year. And I'm, you know, it's something that's so comforting to me. And I constantly watch the same shows on almost like a loop, you know, like I try to watch new shows but they just don't have that level of escapism 
of comfort, of feeling warm and embracing my inner child by watching the shows that I love growing up. But I want to make it more of an effort to prioritize my routine. When I was in high school, I would read every day before bed, and I still pretty much do that, but I mainly listen to an audiobook. But like I said, I would rather have like a physical book because it's just so romantic to me to just open the pages and flip through the pages, and I don't know what accent that is, but <laughs> we're just going to roll with it. I'm just thinking about all the things that I just want to share with you and bring up with you, like my love of puzzles. You know, I did puzzles a lot growing up on our dining room table, and we would, like, put on a CD in our moon box and just jam out and do puzzles. And nowadays, I do a jigsaw puzzle, like, every single day. I'll do a jigsaw puzzle while I'm watching, say, one of my favorite TV shows. It's just something that brings me joy, and it just connects me with the soul of my inner child. And something I want to bring back into my life is things like Play-Doh. Play-Doh was so fun for me growing up. I remember, like, for presents, I would get the attachments of, like, the different... I, I don't even remember which ones I had. I think I had, like, Beauty Shop or, like, McDonald's or Subway. Some, some type of, like, food thing. And I remember there was the different shapes and, like, the different colors. And it would be so fun. Like, I just still remember the smell of Play-Doh and the taste of salt. <laughs> I don't know if I ever legitimately tasted Play-Doh, but I know there, I definitely know what it tastes like. But it was something that, once again, brought my younger self joy. And I remember I could only do it when my mom was at work. And I remember, like, I think I probably did it, like, every Sunday because I specifically remember using the Sunday newspaper and laying it all out either on the dining room table or the coffee table in the living room and just playing with Play-Doh. And it was so fun. And I remember kind of like being like this big grand thing that we did, you know, because we put all the like recycled paper stuff in the laundry room in like a little brown paper bag thing. Well, I mean, it wasn't tiny, but you know, brown paper bag. And, you know, just pulling out <laughs> the newspaper and putting it on the, t the like, the table and playing Play-Doh. It's just, it just warms my heart just thinking about all these things that I gravitated towards. You know, a lot of it is creativity. And I don't think of myself, or at least I haven't. Because that's the imposter syndrome, that's me telling myself I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy enough, that I'm not allowed to have fun, or I should be miserable, or whatever crappy stuff I tell my brain, is that I am a creative person. We all are creative people. You know, it's like, we have things, and if none of these resonated with you, like, I'm just thinking right now, like, Candyland. I love the game Candyland so much. I love the game, the game of life. Just little things, little sparks of joy that we can remember from childhood that we loved. We need to bring it into our life today. Because I'm not like a genius, <laughs> but I have something in my gut running through my veins. That the things that you loved in childhood, if you bring them into your life today, you will feel so much warmth 
and gratitude for how it helped you cope with your life or how it brought joy and inspiration to your life. And I want you to have that joy and inspiration in your life today. So take a couple moments, maybe grab a journal and start jotting down the things you love. Like, did you love video games like I did? Did you love reading? Did you love writing? Did you love singing? Did you love playing sports? Did you love playing board games? What did your younger self love? Did you love dancing? Did you love gymnastics? Were you in karate and you miss it so much? Who cares how old you are? Who cares if, say, your parents or your siblings or somebody made fun of you for it when you were younger? Take back that power. Put that power inside your chest and let that passion beat in your chest every moment that you breathe. You owe it to yourself. And I promise you are so, so worth it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to Okinawa Podcast. I really hope my message today resonated with you. And if it did, I really hope you follow me on Instagram and TikTok and Pinterest at Okinawa Breathe because I share a lot of this inner child healing work on there. Once again, thank you so much. I'm Megan from okinawabreathe.com and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye.